Hey, what up, motherfuckers? You know what it is. The Mediocre All-Stars Audio Log Numero 18 on this September 8th, 2017. If you don't already know, it's your boy Martin. And we're gonna sound off on a few things. A couple of items I wanted to get into this evening. First of all, let's just take a moment of silence for the tragic events that have occurred recently. I think that's enough time. Okay, so Harvey, Hurricane Harvey hit the coast of Texas pretty rough. Houston devastated, pretty much underwater, submerged. A lot of property damage, a lot of people losing their homes. Um, I hope there isn't too many casualties. If at, I mean, I I hope there's no casualties at all, obviously. I haven't really looked up any stats on casualties, deaths, or injuries, or whatever, but I'm sure there are some. I mean, it just seems like it's inevitable. I mean, just to be realistic. But it is good to see in the aftermath everyone come together and contribute and support each other and, you know, try to rebuild and get resituated. I don't know how much of the city is still destroyed. Again, today is September 8th, and this shit occurred just like maybe a week or two ago. About, about last week, obviously, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it was crazy to see just how much damage. Yeah, just to see how powerful Mother Nature can be. It's it's pretty fucking crazy. Like, don't mess with Mama Nature. She is a bitch. And on top of that, Hurricane Irma is right around the corner, about to hit South Florida. It's supposed to be even more powerful than Harvey was. Let's do our best to support our fellow Americans down there. And, south florida not even just as americans but just as people our our fellow human beings that are going to have to experience this super intense force of nature there's nothing like it i think hurricanes just outside of maybe earthquakes i don't even know maybe i'm just talking on my ass let's take a quick look back at hurricane harvey and some of the aftermath and some of the events that occurred um, so while everybody's getting together, banding together, contributing, you know, everybody opening up their doors, uh, you have the famous furniture store who was there um, during the last major hurricane. He did the same thing. He opened his doors um, to people that you know, had nowhere to go, and they pretty much made that furniture store a shelter, and they just got what they needed. He fed them, you know, he housed them. He was there for him. It was amazing. He was there just emotionally just supporting them and whatever he could do. It was amazing to see that. And he didn't have to. He's running a business, but he opened his doors because he's a fucking human being and he wanted nothing in return. And then you have the hypocrites who are all talk, who speak a big game. And then when it's their turn to show up, they're nowhere to be found. And I'm talking about Joel Austin, that sad excuse of a man of God just pretending to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ or whatever the fuck bullshit that he's spitting out I mean I'm neither here nor there about that whole I'm I mean obviously I'm not gonna get into it but he speaks a big game right but where the fuck was he where why weren't his doors open he should have been the first one he has the stadium I mean I think if fits more than 15,000 people it's fucking enormous it is huge and it wasn't until after all the pressure that he succumbed to that he opened his doors but I mean at that point it's a little too late bruh 
I mean, the the tides have kind of gone down, so to speak, figuratively and maybe even literally. And it's it's just too late, bro. Like you you missed your chance. I mean, this is your chance to be a man of God, you know, to be Christ-like, and you failed. You're a hypocrite. You ain't shit. I saw so many memes on social media just clowning this motherfucker, and he deserved every bit of it. Uh, there was a sermon. He had a he held a service, and what was he doing? He was collecting. He was collecting money like, bro, like this is the last thing you want to be doing right now is like they have nothing. I mean, all the damage that's been done, all the things that they've lost, you know, not just damage like physically, you know, to their homes or their property or whatever, but just like emotionally, psychologically, just and you're going to collect. Oh, my God, that just rubbed me the wrong way like this bitch. But enough about that. Okay, so like I said, Hurricane Irma is right around the corner, supposedly even more powerful. Category five hurricane. And yeah, so we're going to have to turn around and and be as supportive for these folks in South Florida because they are bracing themselves. Um, there are some that have chosen to stay. I was on YouTube and watching some of uh, my favorite YouTubers kind of documenting their prep for the hurricane that is to come. And it's crazy to see their emotional state and just how anxious they are, but also trying to remain strong and keep their priorities in order. Um, some people are fleeing and evacuating. Some people are choosing to stay. And I mean, I don't know why you would want to do that. Maybe you just have nowhere to go, but it is what it is. Let's, let's do the same. We're going to be supportive. I'm not going to say our thoughts and prayers because that literally does nothing. Those aren't going to help anybody. Your positive vibes. I mean, get that shit out of here. Be positive, of course, but you're sending positive vibes. What are you really doing? Let's be supportive and let's do the right thing in the aftermath. Now, let's really get into some headlines. DACA. DACA is a program that was established by Barack Obama in 2012. And this permits certain minors that arrived as immigrants and they're allowed a two year renewal period to defer deportation. They're granted a potential eligibility for a work permit. You know, that way they can become productive. Actually, let me look up what the acronym means. It's it's I mean, it obviously is important. Okay, yeah, so DACA stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, which is oddly specific, but, I mean, it hits the nail right on the head. It, it does exactly what it says. So, this program that helps, you know, children and minors get ahead in the states when they arrive here illegally, because it's, it's, I mean, it's not their fault. They just, they were here with their parents or whatever the fuck, so they're here, and they're here to stay. And this provides them, you know, just some protection because deportation laws are really, really strict. Obviously, I mean, we live in the United States and we're not very friendly to those coming from elsewhere. Now, I'm not going to get into the politics on immigration policy and this and that. Like, I'm not too educated on it, but this is one of those. This is one of those obvious slam dunks. Like, this is an amazing thing. You know, say what you want about Barack Obama. I mean, obviously, he has a lot of supporters, especially now, given who we have now to look up to. Barack Obama is just looking like a fucking golden boy. He's looking like the second coming. Maybe that's a little heavy handed, but you know what I mean. You get the idea. So now we have this clown, this fucking antichrist, this buffoon, this, this scumbag. I just I can't say enough negative things about this motherfucker. Every time we turn around, he's doing something stupid. Whether it be uh, appointing a climate change denier to run NASA, which is true, that just happened recently, or 
just sticking his foot in his mouth. Like, how does that taste, bitch? You sound like an idiot. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so he tried to rescind the act, but he was met with a lot of backlash because, of course, the people will speak up. And it was deferred. I believe it was held off for maybe six months so that Congress can find a solution to this program being rescinded or maybe it'll just be um, reestablished. And I think because of all the backlash and Trump, in a way, kind of redeeming himself, I believe, if I'm not giving him too much credit, um, he did come out and say that he removed it, but he didn't really understand the implications of it so he did it out of ignorance so maybe he's gonna you know take a step back and renege on it i don't know hopefully he does the right thing um he is kind of unpredictable usually not in a good way so we'll see how that goes okay so with that out of the way let's go into more positive shit good time was a movie that i saw recently Directed by Ben and Josh Safdie. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. And this is a fucking dope-ass movie. Lit AF. I love this movie. Good time. Go check that shit out. Um, just right off the bat, the thing that just really hit me the most was the music. It was scored by uh, One Tricks Point Never. not really sure what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but... I guess he's a producer, or DJ, or whatever, and he produced the music for this movie. I think it's an all-original soundtrack, and it gets the job done. Like, the movie itself, just picture-wise, is super intense. Like, right off the bat, it's like nonstop action, but it's not an action movie. It's like a drama, but it's like full of adrenaline. They're just always on the go. It's like, go, go, go. Um, but it's dark, it's gritty, and it's funny because it's like, surprisingly got a lot of humor in it too like uh, you just gotta really be tuned in and just really get the dark humor that's in this movie it's so raw as well the way that they interact the characters interact with each other the main actor being robert pattinson of famed twilight series he plays edward um so he is a legit actor though like i've seen him in a couple of shits um he was in this joint um, it was like a 9-11 movie, but you didn't know it was a 9-11 movie until the end. It's It was pretty moving as well, I guess. It was a pretty profound, compelling movie. I really liked it. It didn't get a lot of love. I mean, it probably like flew hella under the radar, but uh, Robert Pattinson is legit actor. But yeah, this movie is just one intense frenzy, but it's like poetic at the same time. Just go, just go see it. I, I mean, I can't do it any justice. Let's talk about music really quick. Okay, so the state of underground music is, I may, I might say at an all-time high. Like, it's becoming, underground is a new mainstream, and mainstream music is becoming the new corny. I, that Maybe that's just my opinion. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but that's just how I see it. Suicide Boys are killing it. They dropped uh, a couple of new singles off the new Kill Yourself Sagas. Uh, I think it is 15 through 20. Don't quote me on that. It could be wrong. But that shit comes out on September 11th. Coincidentally, you know, they're edgy as fuck. So you got to give them that. Uh, one single is off of the Soul Saga. It's called For the Last Time. It's got a more classic Suicide Boys sound. It's really hardcore. Their verses are not as like chopper style. Um, it's a little slowed down. It's a little bit more gritty. It's more raw. 
So it's okay, but it kind of, it was like more meh to me. It was pretty average. And then a second single came out. I heard it just before I hit record on here. Um, it like literally just came out. It's called I'm Done. I'm not sure what saga it's off of. So that's N.A. for now. Um, but I actually like this one more. It was more chill. It was more my sound, more sung. They harmonize a little bit more. And that's usually my shit on top of their, you know, their typical rap style, their shadow rap, if you will. Yeah, so definitely check out this shit. Check out these new singles and look out for the Kill Yourself Sagas 15 through 20, I believe. And again, that comes out on 9-11. And um, another one of the bubbling, upcoming, underground stars right now, Ghostmane, dropped a mixtape as well called Hexada. Now, it uh, wasn't my favorite mixtape of all time just to put it like that but i can appreciate what he was doing he came from a metal band i believe i mean if i did my research correctly he came from a metal background so now he's more of like an underground chopper just like another shadow rapper but he's really talented like he's got a really good unique sound you would think that he was like the third member of Suicide Boys. Like they have such a similar sound, but at the same time, like it's still distinct and unique. But you can tell why they fuck with each other. And it's really dark. It's got a it's got a mix of metal with the shadow rap. Um, a lot of the a lot of the instrumentals are metal influenced. Yeah. So Hexada isn't really my shit, but I really did appreciate what he was doing. You know, trying something new, making his own sound. So good on him for that. Yeah, so let's wrap this up. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been Mediocre All-Stars. You can find this shit on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. And you can probably find it on your favorite podcasting app. It's everywhere. Um, on social media, Mediocre All-Stars. It's spelled just as you see it. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Really the only two social medias out there that I fuck with. And then my own personal, ZXLDIVXR. It's not spelled phonetically because I'm an illiterate savage fuck with me. Peace.